welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on energy drainers versus energy producers. Well, for the past nine days, we have covered a lot on energy drainers, and now we're going to shift gears into those energy producers and help you to get the full scope of what it takes to build energy. Now, if you're just joining us, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning so that you can get a good handle on what might be draining you, because producers don't do you a whole lot of good if you're endeavoring to stay in those old habits that that suck the energy out of you. So those energy drainers are something that uh, you need to have a good handle on or at least understand before you can move forward into the producers. But if we can get an offset of both, in other words, if we can reduce the energy drainers and increase the boosters or the producers, we can have a powerhouse of energy every single day. And I know this because I've experienced it in my own life, but I haven't seen it in many other clients' lives, those that are willing to apply themselves on a daily basis. And it does require daily Um, just every now and then or once a week or once a month doesn't seem to work. We have to be diligent to the cause because we're literally altering our physiology from the second we open our eyes till we close them at night. And that's an important thing to remember here. Okay. So let me go through these, uh, with you. And I want to start out with walking. Now you may think, well, I already walk at work every day, so I get enough energy. Uh, but there, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, okay, yeah, that I walk. Uh, While it might seem as if moving about when you feel exhausted is the quickest route to feeling more exhausted, the opposite is actually true. Experts say that increasing physical activity, specifically walking, increases your energy. Um, It's it's important to understand that uh, when you are walking, you actually create a tremendous amount of energy. In fact, in, in experiments conducted by Robert Thayer, PhD at California State University, a brisk, now I mean brisk, 10-minute walk not only increases energy, but the effects last up to two hours. And when the daily 10-minute walks are continued for three weeks, overall energy levels and mood are lifted. You see, walking actually increases oxygen to the brain, so that increases brain activity. It gives you clarity. Um, It helps you to feel energized, literally. It'll also increase the immune system and give you uh, a sense of awareness or alertness that you did not have before. Now, the reason for this is because of the chemistry change or shift that happens in your body. So if you're feeling stressed or lacking energy, take five minutes or 10 minutes and go for a walk. Now, I often do this about every 60 to 90 minutes when I'm working during the day. I will decide to go for a walk. And I always come back to the desk feeling refreshed, energized, clear, and ready to go again. And uh, if I can't get outside, then I do have a treadmill under uh, my desk upstairs that I can use on and off, especially during the cold months, and get get close to the same effect, okay? So uh, finding ways to walk, and actually a lot of companies are adopting treadmill desks 
into their workplace because they know the the uh, the benefit of doing that uh, those kinds of things. So there's a big one, walking. That's our first one for the day. All right, the next one that I want to talk about that's an energizer is supplements. And I want to specifically focus on one supplement, although there are many. In fact, uh, I have recommended all multiple times, and even today I said to a client, you know, consider getting a full blood panel. Now, a full blood panel, what that does is it's about three pages, costs around $300. Um, it's typically not covered by insurance, but hang on, listen to me and, and hear what I have to say about it. It'll show you, you know, where you're lacking in magnesium, copper, zinc, vitamin A, B, C, D, E. It'll show you everything that's in your blood and where you're high and where you're low. And that way you have an opportunity to see what exactly, based on your diet, based on your activity, based on the decisions you're making every day, uh, are, are doing to your blood and whether they're hiking your energy up or sucking the life out of you. In other words, the energy out of you. So this is an important thing to understand, but magnesium seems to be oftentimes the number one item that people, especially in, in the West here, are low in. doesn't mean that if you're not in the West, you're not low in magnesium. And I'm certainly not prescribing it to you because I'm not your doctor, so I'm not going to try to pretend to be. But I would recommend that blood panel work. I would also recommend that you talk to your doctor about it and realize that a balanced diet can make a huge difference. In fact, Eating a balanced diet can help ensure your vitamin and mineral needs are met. But if you still find yourself uh, lacking energy, uh, you may have a slight magnesium deficiency. Okay, Again, I'm not being your doctor, just saying the statistics that are out there. Uh, this mineral is needed for more than 300 biochemical reactions in the body, including breaking down glucose into energy. So when levels are a little low, energy can drop. In a study done at the Department of Agriculture's Human Nutrition Research Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota, women with magnesium deficiency had higher heart rates and required more oxygen to do physical tasks than they did after they had magnesium supplements and restored their magnesium to a good height. In essence, their bodies were working harder, which over time, says Heller, can leave you feeling depleted. Now, it's a quote from this Dr. Heller that makes this recommendation uh, from the Department of Agricultural's Human Nutrition Center. Now, the recommended daily intake, and again, I'm not being your doctor, just sharing this with you, this is a fact, of magnesium is around 300 milligrams for women, 350 milligrams for men. Um, so uh, it's important that you make sure you're getting enough. All right. Um, uh, if you want to go buy it on the natural way, you can add a handful of almonds, hazelnuts, or cashews to your daily diet. Increase your intake of whole grains, particularly bran cereal. Eat more fish, especially halibut. Um, and I believe salmon is also on that list. But these are things that can really help you with the magnesium issue. Well, I am out of time today. We're going to come back tomorrow and give you another tip. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thanks for joining.